You found it. Your number one place for free English lessons on the internet. Learn American English with this guy. Don't forget to leave a five-star review if this podcast improves your English. And now, here's your host, this guy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Guess what? We're live. What's going on? It looks like I'm a little late. Sorry. But uh, we were having so much fun um, talking on the members chat. Tanya, Michael, Filippo, thanks for joining me on camera. It's a lot better when somebody else talks with me. But in today's English lesson, we are going to talk about the bones in your body. So this might be helpful if you ever have to visit a doctor and explain where you have pain or if you hear a friend telling a story about a time they broke their bone, you will understand what they're saying. So I'm sure we all have stories of broken bones. Either it has happened to us or it has happened to a friend. I have one story about where Jamie, my wife, broke a bone and one story when I broke a bone. It's not fun. But before we get too far, I would like to say hello to a few people. Present Gaming, welcome. I've been seeing your comments this week that you've left. Thank you so much. Dennis, how are you? Martin, hope you're doing well. Good to see you here. Try, hello. Yulia, always a good day when Yulia makes a presence. Freddie Wolf. I saw a picture of Freddie Wolf today in the Discord. If he would like to say what he did this week in the chat, but I don't want to steal his thunder. If you steal somebody's thunder, that means you give news about somebody else, and they probably wanted to say it. So I don't want to steal Freddy Wolf's thunder, but maybe if he wants to put in the chat what he did, that would be amazing. Hello, what Constantine? Welcome, a lot of familiar names. Welcome, Breviate, Breviate. Marcus, hope you're doing well. Oh, my mood's here. My mood, welcome. Jorge, hope you're doing well. Sita, Yelena. Omron, thank you for the super chat in the members chat. Filippo, thank you for coming on camera. Abdi, welcome. Yeah, um, Rexdoor, if the subtitles aren't on now, they will be on 
in a couple hours. So sometimes YouTube will put the subtitles on as I'm speaking, and sometimes it happens a couple hours later. So sorry about that. Vietnam, one of the most beautiful countries in the world, I am told. Mahmood, members chat. Yeah, member. It's always fun. It's always fun to chat with members. And uh, I never really want it to end when it does. It always seems like it ends like too quickly. All right, Kima, hope you're doing well. Hey, long time no see, Elena. Yes. Yep. I remember you though. So let's talk about bones. And apparently we have 206 bones in our body. Now, I'm not a doctor. I looked this up but I am told we have 206 bones in our body. We are not going to talk about all 206. We are going to focus on the most important bones. This is not a, a medical class. It's an English class. So I will read that sentence at the bottom. And if you would like to practice your shadowing, go ahead. And if you don't know what shadowing means, that means you read the sentence as I read it, or you listen to what I say and then repeat it. The average human body has 206 bones. All of these bones together are called your skeleton. And I do have a picture of a skeleton. Now he's lying on his side, could be a she, because I couldn't fit the whole skeleton in if the skeleton was standing up. So that skeleton is lying on its side or laying on its side. You will hear native English speakers say both. I don't know which one is correct. And guess what? It doesn't matter because native speakers will say both. The skeleton is laying on its side or the skeleton is lying on its side. One of those is correct. If you look it up in an English grammar book, but native English speakers will say both. And this is November. No, this is October. Tomorrow in the United States, it will be October 1st. And October in the United States is often a month where spooky things are shown. Some people might have decorations of skeletons outside their home. Because on October 31st, it's Halloween. And I think I've done some English lessons about Halloween. Always a fun time of year here. The leaves are falling, starting to get a little colder, starting to get a little darker. It's good stuff. Hey, Kuwait's in the house. Welcome. All right, the next one. Skull. Let's talk about skull. I do have a sentence for you. That is what we would call a skull. The skull is the bone that protects your brain. It's like a hard helmet for your head. So a couple things we should talk about right there, but that is a skull. Pretty sure everyone watching has a skull. And the skull's main job is to protect that thing that thing. And we call that thing your brain in English. Maybe the most important organ. It's hard to say. 
You need a heart, you need lungs, but the brain, one of the most important. And that sentence says the skull acts like a hard helmet or a hard hat. And if you ever visit a construction site or you visit a building that is being built, you might have to wear one of those. So a hard helmet will protect your skull and your skull protects your brain. Something you definitely need. Just a little more information about the brain. The brain is like the boss of your body. It's the super smart part inside your head that helps you think, learn, and tell your body what to do. So I'm sure you all know what your brain does in, Eng in your native language, but in English, I wanted to give you a little, little background. More sentences to read if you would like. The brain is like the boss of your body. It is the super smart part inside your head that helps you think, learn, and tell your body what to do. All right, let's check the chat. Feel free to leave any questions you might have in the chat. There are only 29 people watching right now, so I think I will be able to answer everybody's question. At least I'll see everybody's question. Hopefully I can answer it too. Yeah, Abdi says it's starting to become sweater weather. Yeah, starting to get a little little chilly at night. You might want to put on an extra layer of clothing. Freddie, no problem, Brent. I can tell you my amazing day yesterday. In fact, I met Danny and Anya for the first time in our town where we have some delicious pastries and a lot of fun together. Yes, I saw that picture. Danny and Anya. So Anya, I don't think is in the chat right now. If Danny is in the chat, she's she's traveling. But yeah, three subscribers got together, which is like the coolest thing ever. That's amazing. I think Tanya and Danny have gotten together, I think, before, right? So they live in uh, Germany and France. So within a few hours, I think they can meet each other. And Tanya is, was in the chat earlier. But Sita and I will be meeting in Brazil in April. Ready next year, I'll be there too. Maybe you can join Danny and I again. I'll meet Tanya, Anya, and Danny. Maybe we won't be able to join everybody. Yeah, that's amazing. So I did not know that Sita was visiting Europe next year. Don't go during April though, because we'll miss each other in Brazil. Mega, I'm not sure if I've said hello, but hello. Let's talk more about bones here. The next set of bones we're going to talk about, this thing right here. In English, we call this your spine. And your spine has a very important job as well. The spine or the backbone, you might hear backbone. It's a long row of bones in your back. It helps you stand up straight and protects your spinal cord. So I'm not gonna talk too much about the nervous system. It's what we call it in English, but your brain and your spinal cord are like the most important parts of your nervous system. And luckily you have that spine that protects your spinal cord. And if you ever damage your spine or your vertebrae, we'll talk about that in a minute, 
or your spinal cord that might affect the way you can walk. So in English, you might hear a paraplegic, and that is a person who doesn't have the ability to use their legs. So maybe that happened at birth, maybe that happened because of some damage to their spine or their backbone or their vertebrae or their spinal cord. And if you ever hear quadriplegic, quadriplegic, quad meaning four, in English, a quadriplegic cannot use their legs or their arms. So again, it might be for a number of reasons, but one of the most common reasons I've heard of is when somebody dives into a pool and hits their head. I've heard many stories about that damage to the spinal cord or the vertebrae. So vertebrae are the bones that go up and down on your spine like a ladder. So if you damage any vertebrae, that can be very bad. It can affect the way you move your body. And I've heard the higher up you hurt your vertebrae, the more it will affect the rest of your body. So be careful there. Again, we're not talking about the nervous system. It's the brain and the spinal cord. But just to let you know, the spinal cord is like a long, thin bunch of nerves in your back that helps your brain talk to the rest of your body. So you probably know what that's called in your native language, but hopefully now you know that's called your spinal cord in English. Hang on, hang on. Vertebrae, vertebrae. Vertebrae are the little bones stacked in your back like building blocks. They make your spine strong and let you stand up straight. And that is definitely Latin. You see that word ends with an A and an E. Doesn't look like English to me. So many medical terms we use in English are in fact directly from, from Latin. All right, let's check the, the chat here. Get rid of that. Get rid of that. Bring up some comments. All right, here we go. Yeah, Sita. Jamie and I will be going to Brazil in April. We have our, our tickets. We have our hotels, everything. I'll go in there in September. Good. Yeah, so I can imagine September in Europe, probably one of the best months to visit. Yeah, just like September or October here in Maine. I mean, summer is beautiful too, but yeah. Do you actually use the word vertebra? Uh, yeah, no, we, we might. So I think vertebra is one of them. Vertebrae is all of them. So yeah, you might hear that. And I'm not a doctor, but in English, the vertebrae have numbers. I can't remember. I think it, they start at the top with the lowest numbers. So in English, we number them. No, Michael. I just chatted with Michael for the first time in the members chat. Broke your spine in 2020. Please, during the next members chat, come back on camera and I would um, 
gosh, love to hear that story. Uh, that, that has to be some of the worst pain imaginable. So at the bottom of your, your spinal cord, well, we'll be talking about it later, but there's something called your, your tailbone right at the bottom of your spine, right near your pelvis. We'll talk about that later too. I can't imagine breaking that because it's one of those things. We'll talk about rib cage next. Like you can't put a cast on that bone. If you break a bone in English, we say you can put a cast on it and a cast will make it so you can't move that area of your body so it can heal. It's what we call it. When you break a bone and it starts to get better, we call that healing in English. So you need to heal that bone to fix it. Some of those things, geez. Ah, Privet, Privet. Both genders, the same number of bones, Marcus? Well, I think if you look in a medical dictionary, you will find there are the same number of ribs, right? I believe so. I believe so. But it may be in some religious books, you'll find that that's not true. But I think if you look in a medical dictionary, you will find 24 ribs. We're going to talk about ribs next, I promise. Ribs next. There you go. Rehiba, thank you. Almost like, almost like English. I'm sure it probably comes from the Latin as well. Oh, Wild Wonders. Good question. How do you become a member? I think if you look all the way at the top, there is a comment that is pinned there and you can become a member. For the last couple months before this live lesson, I will do a members chat and gold members have a link to appear on camera. And I love it. I think it's super fun. I've met a lot of people that way. So, Freddie, I am doing well. That was earlier. I am doing well. So what is this? Oh gosh, yeah. So one of the, that's a great question. If your bones damage your organs, what should you do? So again, I'm not a doctor, but one of the things that the bones do is protect those organs, like your brain. It's so vulnerable. Vulnerable in English means easily hurt. So the brain is vulnerable, which is why we have the skull to protect it. Our lungs and our heart are vulnerable, which is why we have a rib cage to protect it. Speaking of rib cage, yeah, we're not doing organs too much, but it's hard to talk about bones without talking about organs. Maybe in a few weeks, I will do a lesson on organs, brain, heart, liver, pancreas, fun stuff. But let's see a sentence about ribs here. Your rib cage, we'll talk about cage in a minute. Your rib cage is a cage-like structure made of bones that protects your heart and lungs. It's like a protective shield inside your chest. 
Again, I have never broken a rib, but I can imagine it hurts so much and there's no way to heal it with a cast. It's almost impossible not to move that part of your body. But ribs, apparently we all have 24 ribs, 12 ribs on each side. So each little bone there is called a rib and the whole thing is called your rib cage. Just in case you've never seen a cage in English before, that's what one looks like. You usually keep an animal inside a cage, but if you look, a rib cage almost looks like a cage that protects some of the most important organs in our body like our lungs and our heart. The next one. Now, this is the biggest bone in your body. We're going to talk about how it's like a pillar. It's a good word to know in English, a pillar. The femur is the biggest bone in your leg. It's like the strong pillar of your thigh that helps you walk and run. A couple things we should talk about. Thigh. And pillar. But if you look at that person, they are actually grabbing their thigh. The upper part of the leg is called the thigh. Right there. Now, thigh is not a bone. It's part of your leg. It includes the skin. So that person in the picture is clutching their thigh. Maybe they have a cramp. I'm not sure, but the bone that is inside your thigh is called the femur, biggest bone of your body, very hard bone to break. So I'm sure if you ever break your femur, you are in a world of hurt. It's another way to say a lot of pain in English. You are in a world of hurt, but that sentence also has pillar. So I'm going to show you a picture of a pillar right there. Three pillars in that picture. Looks like you might find in an old Roman or Greek building, but those are what keep buildings standing straight. They keep the roof on top. And that's what this sentence is saying about your femur. It's like the strongest, biggest bone in your body femur, thigh, maybe not exactly easy to say, thigh, and pillar. The femur is the biggest bone in your leg. It's like the strong pillar of your thigh that helps you walk and run. All right. It would not be funny to break any of those bones, but in just a minute, we're going to talk about something that's that's kind of funny. The next bone is your humerus. Humerus. We are going to talk about two ways you can use humerus. The humerus is the upper arm bone. It connects your shoulder to your elbow, allowing you to move your arm. So we should talk about shoulder, elbow, and something called your funny bone in English. 
So humorous can be spelled a different way. Humorous, it's the bone. But if something is funny, you can say that it's humorous. And if you look in that picture, something humorous must be going on because it looks like they're laughing. Let's talk about funny bone in just a second. This part of your body, you got two of them. That is called your shoulder. And that part of your body, right in the middle of your arm, we call that an elbow. Now, if you have ever hit your elbow in the right way, or maybe the wrong way, we might say you hit your funny bone. It's not humorous. It's not fun to hit your funny bone. But in English, we call that part of your elbow your funny bone. And if you ever bump it or hit it and you feel pain, but at the same time, it almost makes you want to laugh because of a tingling feeling you get there, we say you've hit your funny bone. So I hope that makes sense. In your elbow, there is a part of the bone that if you hit it, it really hurts. But at the same time, you almost want to laugh. We call it your funny bone. And I'm wondering in your language, because everybody hits their elbow the same way. We all get that same feeling, no matter what language we speak. I'm wondering, do you have a word that is like a funny bone in English? When you hit it, it hurts, but it's also kind of funny, tingly. Uh, Michael, looks like we got a super chat. Sorry for the bad connection. Oh, no worries, man. It was fun. I, I, I'm sorry that you had the bad connection during um, members chat. We couldn't, we talked a little bit. I got to learn a little bit about you, but thank you so much for the super chat. I have a little something for you. It might be kind of loud. Sorry, I'm going to try to fix that. It's loud today though. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. Michael, thank you so much. And I also took a quick sip of water while that was playing. And I should remind you about liking, subscribing, maybe share this lesson with a friend. If this lesson is helping your English improve, don't forget to tap that like button and share it with a friend who's learning English. All right. And thank you for the super chat. Thank you, everyone who is tuning in. 44 people right now are watching this. I hope it is helpful. We are maybe halfway done. Maybe halfway done. All right. Sita says, breaking the femur is a big issue when it happens to an elderly person. Oh, absolutely. Um, in English, you'll also hear of older people breaking their hip. We'll talk about the pelvis in just a minute. But yeah, our bones just, as we get older, you know, start falling apart. And it is uh, super sad. Absolutely. I've only broken one bone in my body, and we will get to that a little later. Filippo, thank you. 
Looks like there was a super chat that came. Oh my goodness. A couple super oh my gosh. A couple super chats came in. All right. Freddy Wolf. Thank you so much. Watch your ears. There's a little something coming. It might be a little loud. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. That's so nice. Freddy, thank you so much. We were talking about tipflation in the members chat where everything is just getting more expensive. But thank you so much for spending your hard-earned money uh, to give to me to make better lessons, to be honest. Uh, new cameras, I, every bit of money I get from this channel goes into equipment or travel to make better videos. So, Freddie, thank you. So it looks like in French, when you hit that part of your body, it says we have ants in it. That makes sense. That makes sense. In English, we just say, oh, I hit my funny bone. It's so weird, right? You are in pain, but you almost want to laugh because it, it kind of tickles. There's a little tingly feeling there. All right. Filippo, grazie mille, amico mio. So Filippo lives in Italy. Filippo, thank you so much. I said, I'm going to be filming an English lesson later today, I think. Filippo drives a forklift in a big warehouse. I think there will be a sort of forklift in the upcoming uh, English lesson. So Freddie, thank you so much. Have a little something for you. Watch your ears. There you go. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. Very, very kind, Filippo. Thank you so much. Words with MP. Thank you so much. Also left a super chat during the members chat. So also have something for you. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. And Tanya, thank you so much. Very kind, very kind. Learned a lot of new things. Oh, watch on replay ASAP. She may have to go. Tanya has family visiting. So watching on replay is a good thing. Spend time with your family. Michael, Freddie, Filippo. New words with MP and Tanya. Thank you so much. All right, back to the lesson. And I know that you are here to learn English, but anytime someone gives a super chat, I need to stop and, and thank them so much. All right, Freddie, some people have bones like glass so that they break them too easily. It's true. It's true. That can happen with your teeth where just some people are born with just not good teeth. Um, calcium is the mineral that we say you have in your bones. Or inside your bone, we say bone marrow. Those are two terms that I didn't plan on teaching. But yeah, maybe not enough calcium in a person's body. Sometimes we say drinking milk can help that. But again, not a doctor. Just an English teacher. All right, thank you so much. It could be Arabic, I'm not sure. And that's Persian, but thanks for tuning in. Uh, we also have... I'm not, not covering this bone, but under this, we might say it's your jawbone. And some boxers who get easily hurt, we might say they have a glass jaw, a glass jaw. I used to like to play this game 
when I was younger called Mike Tyson's punch out. And the first guy that you fought was a guy named glass Joe because his bones were, were made of glass, I guess. All right. Back to the English lesson. We ended with elbow, didn't we? Elbow. Yeah. The humerus is the upper arm bone. It connects your shoulder to your elbow, allowing you to move your arm. Also, not talking about this today, but ligaments. Ligaments are what connects two bones together. It's what we call it in English, your ligaments. So yeah, because if, if you didn't have ligaments or joints, you couldn't move those bones. They're very stiff. All right, the next one here, pelvis. Ooh. Can you imagine breaking your pelvis? Now, this is the part of your body that's right in the middle, like right around your waist, right around the place where you would wear a belt and just a little bit below. So I have a sentence for pelvis. The pelvis is a bony ring in your lower torso. We'll talk about torso in just a minute. It supports your body and helps you sit and stand. So I cannot imagine breaking a pelvis, but I would imagine you would be in pain for many weeks. I mean, if you're sitting down right now, you're probably sitting on your pelvis. And if that bone breaks, it is going to be super painful. Now that sentence also mentions your torso. So like at the bottom of that shirt, where it goes like this, just above the waist, we call that your torso, like the middle part of your body. You might also hear trunk, just like a, uh, a tree. The big part of a tree is called the trunk. So your torso is in the middle part of your body below your chest and above your waist. I do have a picture of chest in a minute. The next one, moving down the body for a little bit. There are two bones in your lower leg. Remember one bone in your upper leg, it's called the femur. And then below are two bones. The tibia is one of them and that's the front bone. So in that picture, you can see two bones, the bottom part of their leg. The front one is called the tibia, or you might hear shin bone. We're going to talk about shin in a minute. The tibia is a shin bone in your lower leg. It's like the front bone of your calf and helps with standing and walking. Quite a few terms there, right? Let's talk about shin first. Shin is not a bone. It's a part of your body. It's the front of your leg below the knee. Shin. Not a lot of protection there. Not a lot of muscle. Not a lot of fat. So if you ever bump your shin, it really hurts. I'm sure we've all been there. And one thing 
that soccer players, yes, we call it soccer here in the United States. One thing that soccer players will do to protect their shins is to wear shin guards. It is smart to wear shin guards if you are going to play soccer. One time, one time, not long ago, I was sleeping at night and I had to use the bathroom. So I got up quietly out of bed. Jamie was still sleeping. So I tiptoed to the bathroom. If you're trying to be very quiet, you might only walk on your toes. We call that tiptoeing. So I tiptoed to the bathroom, used the bathroom, tiptoed back to bed. And right before I crawled back into bed, I hit my shin on the bed. But I didn't want to wake Jamie up. So I was holding my shin, screaming as quietly as possible. She did not wake up, but I was in a world of hurt. Oh, hitting your shin anytime is bad. Hitting it when you can't make any noise, it's even worse. Ooh. So we also mentioned calf. Calf. So in that picture, you can see the back part of your leg below the knee is called your calf. And luckily you have more protection back there, but really I want more protection in the front. I'm more likely to bump my shin than my calf. You never hear of calf guards. You don't need them. There's a lot of protection back there. Why don't we have more protection for our shins? All right, let's take a look at the chat here just to make sure there are no questions. 41 people watching. Thank you so much. Oh, hey. Hello from Mexico. Mexico, I would love to visit. Jamie and I had a discussion this week because we were watching a video from Mexico. And I thought, you know what? Mexico might have the best food in the world. I know Italy gets a lot of lot of hype. France gets a lot of hype, but Mexico. Goodness. All right, Mexico. There's a movie called Unbreakable, which is about a guy with glass bones. Samuel L. Jackson and Bruce Willis star in this movie. I have seen Unbreakable, right? That was maybe what, almost 15 years ago. If I remember, it's a good movie. Bruce Willis and Samuel L. Jackson. How can you go wrong? They're also in Pulp Fiction too. One of my favorite movies. All right, shin guards. That makes sense. Oh, so you actually use the word tibia. In English, we use shin. Thank you, Freddie. Mega, thank you. Yeah, do I have, is that the next picture? Okay, so Freddie said a calf is also a young cow, isn't it? Yeah. How much sense does that make? So the lower part of your leg behind it is called your calf. But also a baby cow is called a calf. 
and you don't even pronounce that L. Calf. Calf. English. Like, really? What are you doing to us? Yeah. Brady, nice job, man. Nice job. Filippo, you wait a second. We're going to talk about that pinky finger. It might be the last slide. All right. Omron. What is it called when you sleep on your leg and then you feel like you can't move it for a while? Can we say my leg fell asleep? Yes. That's what we would say. When you're sitting in the wrong position and then you suddenly try to walk, you might hear pins and needles or my leg went to sleep. Yeah, Omron, great question. It's what we say in English. Oh, my leg fell asleep. And then you might start like pounding it on the ground to try to work out the pins and needles. Yeah, Omron, good question. Good qu I don't know when else I would have talked about that. Pins and needles. My leg fell asleep. All right. Let's talk about the, the fibula. We just talked about the tibia, but the other part of your leg below your knee has the fibula. So two bones in the bottom part of your leg, the tibia and the fibula. I think that's all I have for that one. I have a sentence here, but, oh, we got to talk about ankle. Okay. Yeah. The fibula is another bone in your lower leg next to the tibia provides stability and support to your ankle and leg muscles. So stable means straight, not moving. The opposite would be wobbly or wobbling. So the fibula also helps you balance, helps you walk. And the ankle is that part right there, that part of your leg. And I do have a story about your fibula. I either broke my fibula or my tibia right at my ankle. When I was in fourth grade, I was sledding down a hill. It was slippery. And I thought, you know what? Why don't I stand up and sled like I'm on a surfboard? And I went down the hill in front of my house, standing up. I think I looked pretty good for a little while. But halfway down the hill, I fell off and I broke a bone in my ankle. And my dad was saying the whole day, Brent, you're fine. Walk on it. You're fine. I'm like crying. Like I can't even make lunch. I'm a little fourth grader crying all day. My dad like, cut it out. You're fine. So my mom, you know, being a mom, she takes a look at it. It's swollen. It's like I have a balloon on my ankle. She's like, Brent, we, we got to take you to the, to the doctors. So then I start crying all over again. I don't want to go to the doctors, but eventually they give me a cast and I wear it. I don't know, four weeks, six weeks. But to this day, my ankle still gives me trouble. So I don't think it properly healed. 
Every six months, I need to get a cortisone shot in my ankle. Cortisone, call it in English. I don't know what it is, but it makes me feel better. So every six months or so, I go to the doctor and get a cortisone shot in my ankle because I broke it all the way back in the fourth grade. I might have been 10 years old back then. Please let us know in the chat, have you ever broken a bone? Yeah, Constantine, many of these words aren't from English. They're probably from Latin. A lot of our medical terms, a lot of terms when it comes to law, like lawyers use, a lot of it is from the Latin. What's the first word that comes to your mind when you bump into something in the middle of the night? Constantine, I can't say it. Hey, I don't really swear in real life, but inside my head, I do swear. So, uh, question. Um, no, I've never seen that word, Freddie. And I don't even dare pronounce it, but no. You mostly just hear tailbone like right at the the bottom of your spine right around your pelvis yeah we call that your um your tailbone so omron another super chat i think omron left one in the members chat as well so thank you so much thank you so much i got a little something for you every little bit uh very helpful. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. And one one thing I'm doing with all of the super chats and um, just all the memberships and stuff is I will be visiting Dubai. I will be making an English lesson in Dubai next summer. Like an English lesson from the world's highest Ferris wheel. English lesson from the world's tallest hotel. Yeah, so thank you so much for the super chats. All right, back to the lesson, right? Hey, Nigeria's in the house. A guy I work with is from Nigeria. Great accent. All right, so what's the difference between pelvic and pelvis? It's a great question. Basically, they're the same. Pelvis is a noun and pelvic is an adjective. So it would describe something to do with the pelvis. So you might have a pelvic injury. Pelvic is the adjective. It's just like the first word we used. Skeleton is the noun, but the adjective is skeletal. So in my class right now, we are studying the skeletal system. That's just what we call all the bones that work together. Just a different form of the word. All right, Freddie. Yeah, we do. I do, I do that all the time. Knock on, hang on, knock on wood, right? Just for good luck. So I want to touch wood because at the moment I've never broken any bones. I hope it will never happen. Nicely done, Freddie. Nicely done. I've only really broken one, my ankle. We'll talk about my wife. She's broken a couple, by the way. But I do have one story about her breaking one of the most painful. 
Um, cause you use it so often. We haven't talked about it yet. I mega says I broke my, my humerus bone when I was six. I still remember when I had to, uh, you, so you had a lot of pain in your hand, 12 stitches. Oh, so maybe you cut it and broke it. Yeah. So stitches in English, when you have a big cut on your skin, you have to get stitches. 12 is quite a bit, Mega. That must have been a pretty big gash. You might also hear that word for cut. Oh, sorry about that. Oh, so your dad was nice. <laughs> your dad helped you out. And my dad said, rub some dirt on it. You'll be fine. Mega. Jumping around in bed. It happens, right? Little kids do it all the time. Um, how did I feel? Abdi's wondering, how did I feel? Ah, that was just my dad. Um, you know, he wanted us to be tough and all that. Um, he probably thought it was not a bad, bad. I, w I think I cried a lot as a kid anyways. So, but real quick story about my daughter. Maybe I'll tell that story when we get to Pinky, okay? Hopefully, remind me. Layla, what's going on? Oh, sorry to hear that. Pain is not fun at all. Uh, pelvic floor? I'm not sure I've ever heard that. Sorry. Don't know. Oh, broken completely. Snapped it in half. Oh, sorry, Mega. Manuel, how are you? Question, Brent. How does it work? How does it work when you give a membership? It's the first time I do it. Um, I don't know exactly. I know Words with MP has gifted a membership. Filippo, thank you if you do that. And I think YouTube just randomly gives a membership to somebody in the chat. And I, I think it's random. I've heard of YouTube changing it to who, whoever has commented the most but i think it's still just random right now filippo but that would be great and so a person will get a a free membership if filippo decides to give one and then they can try out being a member for a month i think that's how it works but i have no control over who gets it but thank you filippo thank you for your support filippo is very generous ankle next one clavicle so this is again this is in your shoulder this is a little bit above your humerus in english we call it the clavicle you might hear like the shoulder blade and um i have a real quick story about jamie clavicle the clavicle is a slender bone that connects your shoulder to your chest shoulder chest just in case you didn't know that man in the picture is clutching his chest so the clavicle or again you might hear shoulder blade jamie was running in a race and she fell and she broke her clavicle this was a couple years ago and she was in a lot of pain 
she actually said it hurt worth worse than giving birth to our children, breaking your clavicle. And you use your clavicle all the time without even noticing it, right? When you get dressed in the morning, you're using your clavicle. When you reach up to get some food out of the cupboard, you're using your clavicle. So, and it's not an easy bone to heal again, because you use it so much. So clavicle, shoulder, chest, not fun. All right. So the next one, radius and ulna, these are two bones in your forearm. So if you see that person has a, their forearm, that's your forearm. This is your forehead in English, forehead, forearm, radius and ulna. These are two bones in your forearm. The radius is on the thumb side and the ulna is on the pinky side. They help you turn your wrist and forearm. So a couple other body parts we should talk about there. But in this part of your arm, your forearm, you have two bones, the radius and the ulna. And this part is called your wrist. Some people wear, will wear watches on their wrist. We also had something else. What was it? So just in case you didn't know, that's your thumb in English. And this is your pinky in English. So the radius and the ulna, these are two bones in your forearm. The radius is on the thumb side and the ulnus is on the pinky side. They help you turn your wrist and forearm. And in the picture, those people are doing what we call a pinky swear. Pinky swear. So if you want to really keep a promise, you might pinky swear on it. Little kids do this all the time. Like maybe you tell your friend a secret and you say, hey, promise, don't tell anyone else. They might say, oh, pinky swear. You're pinky. I think that's it. Those are at least 10 of the most important bones in your body. Let's do a quick look at the chat. See if I'm missing anything. Omega, thank you. Renew your membership. Yeah, a couple. So I'm a member on Bob the Canadian's channel. And uh, I got a new credit card. And for a little while, I wasn't a member. You know, it happens. Some people join for a month or two and come back. And it's a good thing to, um, when you come back after a couple months, you might have like 10 more videos to watch for members. All right, Freddie. What's going on? Second time that an AD breaks the lesson. It's the second time that an AD. I'm. I don't know what that means. An AD sounds like athletic director. Some schools have athletic directors, and those are the people that are in charge of the sports teams. Yep, it's true. Heart. Oh, the brain. 
Exactly. Can't have one without the other. You need your lungs. You need so many, so many things. Uh, Freddie, we're not going to talk about five heads. No, we're not going to talk about five heads. Uh, I know I've mentioned the five head in, um, in another class, but most people have four heads. But if you're going bald, you got a five head. So it's a little bit bigger. And somebody asked in the members chat, oh, it's getting colder. I can see you're wearing a hat. Like, ah, I'm just covering up my bald head. So it is getting a little cooler. So that's why I feel I can wear a wool hat like this. But it's really to cover up my, my bald head. Oh, advertisement publicity. Oh, ad. Oh, I'm sorry. Ad. What did you say? The second time you've gotten an ad today? I did not think there would be any ads if you are watching live. Um, maybe. I can't find your. Yeah, right here. Oh, an ad break. Sorry. An ad break. So you've had two ads this lesson. Sorry about that. That should not happen. On replay, you might get ads, but during the live stream, that should not happen. Maybe YouTube changed something. I will, I will make, uh, I don't know if I can make sure that doesn't happen, but I'll try my best to make sure that doesn't happen next time. Layla, been a channel member for a long time. Thank you so much for the super chat. Watch your ears. It might be loud but I got a little something for you if I can find it right here. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. Very kind. That um upsets me a little bit about the ads. I'm sorry. Uh, when I finish this live stream, I'm going to go into the settings and see if I can turn off ads live. YouTube is always changing things. All right. I'm glad I could teach five head today. Yeah, normal person has a forehead, but if somebody's going bald, you can say they have a five head. They might get upset, so be careful. All right, um, Achilles heel. Maybe I could do a whole English lesson on that. But I believe that's a tendon, and it's in the back of your foot. And I have had a friend that uh, tore their Achilles tendon and they had to have surgery and now they have a big scar on their heel. So that's the back of your foot. One last thing, I would like to talk about um, how I kind of became my dad. So my daughter was cleaning her room and she hurt her pinky. She didn't cry at all. And she came to me and said, Dad, I think I broke my pinky. I was like, ah, I'm sure you didn't. I'm sure you're not even crying. She said, I know, but it really, really hurts. It's like, ah, okay. But, you know, we're not going to go to the doctor every time you get a little hurt, right? So I'm there with my daughter for about an hour or two. She is kind of, you know, kind of complaining, but she's not really crying that at all. So I didn't think she broke her finger, but my, my wife being a good mom, she said, let's go to the doctors. And guess what? <laughs> I, I, uh, I think I bet her. I said, listen, 
if your finger is broken, I will buy you the biggest bag of M&Ms I can find. She's like, all right. And guess what? She comes back. She has a cast on her. She, you should have seen her face. She's like, Told you so. So I had to go out and buy a massive bag of M&Ms. That's a, so I felt bad for her, but she's tough. She did not even cry. Filippo, again, thank you so much for the super chat. That's another one. Filippo's first one and his second one. So thank you so much. That means a lot. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. I know Filippo is a hard worker. Just got off work and watched the English lesson here. So thank you so much. All right. This, is that going to do it? I think that's going to do it. Omron, thank you for the nice compliment. But I do believe, oh no, Zig Ziglar just came in time, but it's ending now. Well, I hope you've learned a little bit more English today. Hope you've learned about the bones and maybe some other parts of the body. Maybe you didn't know five head before, and now you do. So next week, it's a long weekend here. Next week, I have a four-day weekend. So I think I will be going live at some point, but I might have to travel on Saturday. So be on the lookout. Maybe Friday, there will be a live lesson. But I would like to thank Michael. Thank you so much. These mean so much. Freddie Wolf, Filippo, Words with MP, Tanya, Omron, Layla, Filippo again, thank you so much. I know it, it's not easy to do these times of inflation. Thank you so much. And uh, I think that's going to do it. Always a fun time for me. Hope you had fun as well. Let me know in the chat. I'll look at the chat as we go. What English lesson would you like to see next week? I think it's going to be how to talk about emotion in English. Could be wrong. Constantine, thank you so much. Zig, be on the lookout. Yeah, feel free to watch the replay. But thank you so much. Adios, amigos.